Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is TJ Wilson, a.k.a. Tyson Kidd, and you're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast, established 2019. Direct from the North Wales coast, his verbal skills definitely outweigh his wrestling ability. It's time for British Wrestling's sharpshooter, your host, Stu Palmer. We are back. We are back for episode 142 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast. And have I got a huge guest for you today, all the way from America currently, but he is a Belfast native, former WWE star, Killian Dane, but you will know him most notably now as Big Damo. How's it going, man? Great to have you on. Very good. Thank you very much. It's uh, very sunny here today in Florida, so... I'm, uh, I'm avoiding the, uh, the sun at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> now, Damo, there's two huge matches because you are coming back to the UK. You're coming back to the homeland. So I'd like to open with, obviously, you've got Rev Pro firstly and you've got Mr. Will Osprey. This coming Friday in Cardiff. So, yeah, just your thoughts ahead of the match before you travel here on Thursday. Oh, absolutely. The... Uh... This weekend, I'm, I'm covering three of the home nations, uh, Wales, Ireland, and then, uh, and then England. So, do my very best to, uh, to, to get everything in. But I'm looking forward to start kicking off with Will Ospreay. I've known Will for, you know, maybe a good eight years or so, and he's just exploded. He, he went from being, you know, a really interesting part of a card, um, a very unique style, to being a must-watch across the world. He's, he's absolutely become one of the very best. Um, his success has just been... Mind blowing to watch, to be honest. You know, I've always kept an eye on what he's done because he's one of those fellas who, who, you know, when I when I first would watch him, I'd be like, "How is he able to do these things?" And then eventually, you're like, "Wow, he is literally the best <laughs> at doing these things on the planet." So, you know, you're putting him up there with people like Pac and, and Ricochet and stuff like that. And then maybe he's got to that point where he's he's better than all of them. So. It, it, it's it's amazing how he's developed himself now. He's, he's becoming a more heavyweight version of himself, um, which is, you know, he's just completely, you know, developing his style into something special that maybe in 10, 20 years, 30 years, people will be studying him. So uh, I'm, I'm very much excited to get in the ring with him. Listen, it's been, it's brilliant watching how he's developed, um, how he's became who he is. Um, and it'll be incredible. We've only ever wrestled in a six-man. So this will be the first time in a singles. Um, and we're going to do the very best to blow the roof off in Cardiff. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, just to see, like you say, just to reiterate what you said, how far he's come. You know, a lot of people, oh, he's just a high flyer. He's so multifaceted in there now. And I'd even go as far to say his promos. You know, I think his oh, promos, yeah. his, he's really worked on his promos, which that's a hard that's a hard part to do, isn't it? It's just, you know, it's not just you guys in the ring and what you have to do in the ring. It's getting yourselves over verbally as well, isn't it? 
Well, I think a lot of people maybe disregarded promo skills when the internet started getting bigger and you, know, you were able to put up highlight reels and you were able to put up cool matches and stuff like that. But the truth is, like, once people have seen cool moves, then, you know, they need a bit more. And Will's very smart. And, you know, he's been able to, to draw people in now with, with his words, which is incredible because it's definitely a criticism people would have had towards him, you know, five years ago or whatever else. But now he's like, you know what? No, I'm good at this too. <laughs> uh, and it's perfect because like that's, you know, I, as you get older, these are the more important parts. You know, it's the storytelling aspect and everything else. You know, he's got that in ring. Now he's got it outside of ring. And that's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to prove that he's unstoppable and he can do whatever he wants with his career. I love it. Um, I was going to ask you as well, have you, have you wrestled at the tram shed in Cardiff prior? I'm assuming you have. I'm assuming you have. Seven years ago, yeah. Wow. I was there with ICW, wow. one of the ICW tours many years ago. Uh, I was in the tram shed. I think I think I might have been in the tram shed twice. I'm, I'm doing my best to remember. Those were uh, those were interesting tours. <laughs> but uh, no, I, uh, I I believe I was there. Um, I think I wrestled Bram, but I'll have to double check that. Um, but uh, my, my memory of, of Cardiff the crowd was outstanding. Um, I remember, I think it was maybe I stood the second time, or first or second time there. Um, I, I'd wrestled in Wales before, um, but never, I, I don't think I'd wrestled in Cardiff. So it was great getting there with, with, with ICW because they were they were so hot at the time. Um, incredible roster, what we were doing. So it was, it was amazing uh, being there and bringing the entire the entire crew and, um, with, with some of the, the brilliant Welsh wrestlers who were there at the time. So, no, it's brilliant. It's been seven years, though. You know that when I really think about it, a lot changed in that time. Absolutely. So you know, I've got, I'm bringing a lot more experience of my own to to Cardiff this time round. I'm going to be in there against a hell of an opponent. So yeah, there's a there's a lot to be excited about for Friday. Has it been nice doing the independence? I'm going to obviously say about your defence for progress on Sunday, but yeah, just being back on the independence because I know you're on it for such a long time prior to WWE. So, yeah, just being back in that environment and doing that, how's that been for you? Well, I get to choose my own schedule, so it's bloody brilliant. <laughs> um, so, you know, for six years, uh, for six years, it was yes, sir, no, sir, and, and you're, you're literally doing what you're told. So now, you know, I get to choose where I go, when I go. I could say yes, no, and whatever to uh, any requests. So, yeah, I'm loving it right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so honestly, this this last year especially has been great. Coming out of COVID, um, it was it was there was there was a bunch of shows in different parts of the UK, but certain parts of the UK were really struggling. Whereas now everything seems to be really taking off. So I'm delighted, actually. As I say, first time back in Wales, you know, in so long, um, and then I'm even going to be back in Scotland and stuff like that shortly. So you know, I'm delighted because being able to choose my own path and be able to help who I want to help, be able to to work for who I want to work for. Um, and to be honest, like, you know, get to wrestle who I want to wrestle. So, you know, this Friday's a, a typical example. You know, I'm, I've wanted to wrestle Osprey for, for a good couple of years. You know, he, he's been he's been insane, but I couldn't do that because it was, I was contracted to, you know, to the WWE. So now I get a chance to go in there with one of the hottest, you know, properties in the world. Um, and it's a great, team. it's a, it's a great testament to, independent wrestling right now that they're able to, to bring both of us in from two different parts of the world and have this killer match and fair play to Rev Pro. We're going to do our very best to, uh, mm -hmm. to let everybody in Wales have the time of their life. 
It is a true David versus Goliath battle. And moving on to a second David and Goliath battle this weekend. You are defending your Progress Atlas Championship. You've made two defences prior, obviously. You beat Luke Jacobs for the title last September. But you are taking on another hot commodity on the British scene. It's Mr Ricky Knight Jr. for Progress this Sunday. So, yeah, what are your thoughts about that prior, prior to Sunday? Well, first off, listen, what Progress have been doing has been outstanding. You know, I've had an incredible year with Progress. Like, we've been all over the country. Um, and, like, for, for me, it's one of the highlights of, of coming back to the UK is being able to see that incredible roster, the incredible team there, Progress. But, listen, with, with Ricky Knight Jr., he's one of the ones who I've kept a good eye on because we had a, we had a match together a couple of years ago when I first got released. And I thought he was good. You know, I thought there was something, there was something there. And then we wrestled in Dublin about a month ago, and he has just improved tenfold. It was it was outrageous. Like it's almost like he, it, there's almost like there's somebody else in there. Because <laughs> um, I thought, you know, I genuinely didn't think he would be as I didn't think he would be this advanced at 22, 23 years old. I thought it would take another couple of years before he'd be where he is right now. But I'm, I'm delighted to be wrong. I think he's he's absolutely he's a stunning wrestler. There's just a confidence there that. I definitely didn't have at his age. So I'm thinking, like, what's he going to be like when he's my age? He's going to be – he could be anything he wants. He could be anywhere in the world. He could wrestle for any – he'd probably wrestle for all the companies, to be honest, by that time. And you know what? Fair play to him. So, yes, I'm very excited to, to bring that battle to progress because you know, we, we tore the roof off in Dublin. It was one of my favorite matches since I, I've, I came back onto the independence. It was his first time at OTT. And – Listen, like, I'd be amazed if he's not there, you know, on a regular basis because he, he put all on the line and it was it was unbelievable. But you know, when the Atlas title's on the line, you know, he's going to see a different part of Demo, and I'm very excited to get him into into progress. I'm very excited to get him into London, and we're going to do the very best to you know to tear each other apart and give everybody a show because you know progress has done a hell of a job to you know, especially coming out of COVID, it's done a hell of a job to get people in the door. And I'm very excited to reward everybody who's been coming for us because, listen, I understand like the cost of living and everything else. You know, the UK has been nuts this last while. Um, so for people to you know to be coming out on a regular basis to see us is is, is outstanding. And, and like you know, I, I can't I can't I can't say it enough really. Um, when, when you know I think back to myself and my family and everything else and, and how we all tried to, to navigate through these times. Um, like how much we are thankful, we are appreciative that, that people are coming out as much as they are. So, listen, like we're going to do our very best to, to, to blow the roof off in London. There you are with the gold there, Demo, ahead of uh, Sunday. So, yeah, a huge, huge defence. And also, I'd like to move topics, just change tact a little bit. We're going to come away from wrestling just for a brief time. And it's just to talk about two charities within Belfast that, you know, you're a big patron of. And I know, you know, you think a lot of both of these charities, you know, we've got Wellbeing Suicide Prevention and we've got Welcome Organisations for the Homeless. Two huge charities there in Belfast. You know, people people really are struggling, aren't they, with both things. Across across the world, you know, so many people can gravitate to, to problems, you know, because they've had problems themselves. So, yeah, just, you, you know, being involved with them and then being Belfast-based, obviously back home for you. Absolutely. Listen, it, I, I feel it's the least I can do. You know what I mean? My my sister is uh, 
volunteered for for Bernardo's for a long time. She was a social worker and now now a professor. Uh, she's a hell of a woman, and you know she's always been you know keeping me up to date with with, with who the best organisations are in Belfast. We're doing the very best to try and help the the locale. Um, so you know I've been donating to the welcome organisation for a long time, and this is the first time I've actually had a a thought to try and you know help boost them as well. So. Um, West Wellbeing are doing an incredible job. Like suicide is, sadly, is is one of the, um, especially in in you know, my kind of age group. You know, it, it's a, it's a real massive problem in inner cities, especially Belfast. You know, I got in touch with um, West Wellbeing through a, a friend of mine who's, who's a Man United podcaster, um, Phil Brown, and like you know, I've been really loving what they've been doing there because. For a long time, especially you know, especially in places like Belfast, you know, people don't want to talk about mental health. People don't want to explore and and improve mental health. And, and you find out that you know such and such has died. And you know, I've been affected by you know people when I was a child. You know, like people I went to school with. You know, who, who took their own life. Um, and then you know, even recently, you know, Lionheart in, in ICW over in Scotland, one of the best wrestlers in Scotland. You know, made this decision himself, and, and you know, it, like it, it's sad, and like, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we don't really understand the, the warning signs. So places like Westfield are, are are just trying to be an outreach for people, you know, a, an avenue for people to explore to try and you know prevent as best they can. And I'm just loving the work they're doing there because this all they they, they started with nothing, literally nothing. They just wanted to try and, and, and support the community. And it's just got a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. So I want to do my very best to try and support them because, you know, the, the option for people, you know, people feel there are no options. Sorry, that, that is that's what I'm trying to say. Um, but there are options and there are people who care and, and hopefully um, they can find places like West Wellbeing before, before it's too late. You can't comprehend. Like, I've, had, I've had issues years ago, but no, nothing, no suicidal thoughts. Never like that. That was always asked when I was at appointments and stuff. For for someone to to act on it, that's the that's the scariest. That's the scariest thing of all, man. So I could never. I can't comprehend that. You know, having that thought to do that to yourself, and and, and you know, and then secondly to go through it and and do it. And uh, I was reading about numbers in in men. Obviously, it was eighty percent of men, and then the other twenty percent is women. Obviously, it's a big onus on men taking their own lives, isn't there? But you know, there is twenty percent of women within the UK that, that are taking their lives as well. It's just so sad. That is, it's incredibly sad. And listen, it's I hate saying it, but coming out of COVID, like you know, it, it's it's made things worse, not not better, because. You know, it amplified you know problems that people maybe were having, um, because you know you couldn't, you had to isolate, you, you couldn't socialize, you you couldn't go and do things, and you know you couldn't exercise. There was a bunch of things you couldn't do, um, so you know it, it's kind of amplified a lot of a lot of issues for, for people. And like, I'm hoping that now we're, we're a couple of years out, you know, and now we're getting a bit better educated, you know, that over the next five ten years those numbers can come down, but. It's it's astonishing. Like, I didn't realize it was as bad. You know that that, that is the truth. You know, and like you know, mental health is, is always kind of it's sadly been shunned by by the by the general media. Um, and finally, you know, it, it's something that you know people are starting to talk about more and, and things. And, and I'm hoping that this is it's because it's not a source of ridicule. And, and you know, I, I live in America right now, and um, it, you know, it's used as like a as a weakness and things like that. But 
in my opinion, it, it shows that you're stronger, that you're willing to work on yourself. You know, people who aren't willing to work on themselves are weak. The people who are, who are actively trying to, to, to work on their mental health, they're the strong ones. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. No, it's amazing that the support you're giving these two charities. Just, just fantastic. As I say, that's where my nan, my nan's from Belfast, as I said to you off camera. That's where she was from. So, yeah, amazing work that they do. Amazing work. I'm going to move on now to football. Mad Dog Mike Angus has asked me to ask you about your beloved Manchester <laughs> United. I'm going to put it on the on the thing on the bottom here now, obviously. And I'm going to put a little. I'm going to put a photo of more happier times for the Red Devils. Just a quick one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Marcus Rashford, the man of the moment. What form he's in? Unbelievable. So I bet you're quite happy with the way it's going under Ten Hag. Honestly, in, in Ten Hag, we trust. Our uh, our ownership model has made incredible decisions over the last 10, 15 years. So they made a brilliant decision finally uh, to bring in you know an experienced, disciplined manager um, who's getting the very best out of his players. Um, I'm not I'm not going to spend this entire time uh, burying the Glazer family, um, but uh, I, I will say it's been awesome that this year. It's been it's been phenomenal watching. Um, Honestly, so I woke up the other day, it was like a nine o'clock, nine in the morning show. Uh, I wake up, I'll be two hours nervous before the, the Leicester game. Uh, as always seems to be the way for me. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we had a really poor first half. Um, we make an important sub in Conchita Sancho, who's been developed, you know, dealing with his own mental health issues the, this last few months. Uh, he changes the game and, and, and you know, Marcus Rashford is, is just an outstanding player right in, in outstanding form. Bruno Fernandes, you know, is finding those passes. and It's been brilliant to watch. Um, we're in the media a lot right now because you know, we might get taken over and whatever else. And You know, I, I only hope that whatever happens, um, it's a better eventuality for, for everybody. Um, but honestly, it, it's, been, it's been phenomenal uh, this season. From, you know, those two horrible defeats <laughs> in, the, in the first part um, were Brentford and uh, Brighton. Uh, was it Brighton? It was Brentford and uh, yeah, it was Brentford and Brighton. Utterly destroyed us, and um, it's it's brilliant to see where we are now. Five points off the top, and um, comfortable in third. We're in every competition. We're, we've got a cup final on Sunday. We, we just took Barcelona to task in the new camp. We should have beat them. So yeah, it, it's it's been brilliant so far. Fingers crossed for uh, if we can walk away with top four and, and one of the, the the cup trophies would be an incredible season. There's no messing from that man, you know, Rashford being late in for training and he benched yeah, him. Dropped him. You, yep. haven't, you haven't seen, you know, your club haven't seen that from a manager since Fergie. I know Fergie set the bar well, many years ago. Mourinho, Mourinho went about it the wrong way where he would maybe like dig out, you know, players uh, publicly instead of, you know, privately. And um, so I, I feel like there was an element of, of, of discipline with, with Jose, but um, he, he just couldn't, he couldn't get it all right at, at the right time, if that makes sense. Um, whereas Ten Hags went, well, I really like working with young talent. I really like developing young talent. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna make them an image of myself, and that's that's what he's doing, you know. And like as you say, he dropped the most informed player on the planet right now, and uh, it still works. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta have that iron fist. I think I just the way he won't he won't succumb to player power because we hear about player power so much now. Uh, it's good. No, it's good to see. It's good to see from his side. But uh, yeah, I wasn't happy when you knocked Everton out the cup a month or so ago. That was well. He's got short Dyson now, so he's actually looking like a unit again. More solid at the back, demo. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's get back to basics. Um, the only the only worry is his goals. I worry when we go a goal down. Well. That's where we're going to struggle, but uh, two wins. Well, that's three. where you're going to miss the Richarlison's and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's a, a massive, a massive loss. Um, and Calvert Lewin can't stay fit. Sadly, that you know, it's one of those. He's, he's as good a striker as anybody, but you know, they're useless if they can't if they can't play on the pitch. I think it was eleven. We've had eleven different scorers from our seventeen league goals. So it just tells oh, you right. everything, doesn't it? It tells you everything. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was a it was a more logical choice getting Dyche in because he's been in that conundrum many times with Burnley, hasn't he? Well, I'm excited for him because this will be the first. Like pe- people like to poo poo Sean Dyche, um, but on a limited budget, he still had Burnley playing some decent football. And, and when he's against the bigger teams, yes, they're going to shut they shut up shop. Yeah, of course they did, um, and they made it make it very difficult. They might try and catch, and they did. They beat us, you know, like, you know, a couple of times before. So. Listen, I, I think with the uh, resources at, at um, Everton, he's got a huge chance. I mean, that that team there is not bad. No, you know, you've got a solid a solid centre back. You've got a hell of a midfield. Like Onana is, no. he's got potential to be a world class player, in my opinion. So, um, and then he, he he's got a couple of lads he's worked with before, like Dwight McNeil and stuff like that. So, you know, and I love uh, Gray. Um, I think he's a brilliant player for you. I you know what I mean? So. I don't know what's going on there because he's he's not started him because a lot of people were calling for him to play up front because obviously Mopay mm-hmm. just hasn't been doing it. Um, maybe Gray will get a chance. You know, he's been playing McNeil. McNeil's yeah, in yeah, yeah. better form now. But going back to Anana, he, he's got massive He's got massive potential. He's a strong oh lad. Oh, my God. Box-to-box yeah, midfielder. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Um, before it reminds I mean, me a little bit of Yaya, like... Yeah, 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 Turi. He might not be as productive, like you know, shooting wise, um, as yeah, yeah, but like he, he looks like a nightmare to, to play against. And when when it all clicks for him, you know, cheapers like the right partner beside him, and he'll be a megastar, I think. Adrissa Gay had a good game the other day, doing all the finally, finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was brilliant. But I don't want to make this about Everton, so yeah. Do you, do you think you can get to the title just to close out on Manchester United, go back to Manchester United? So if, you know, the main problem with, sorry, well, one of the beauties of it being in third is one and two have to fight each other um, and you never know we could slip in. So it's like if City beat Arsenal again, then suddenly we're, we're a lot closer uh, to Arsenal than we'd ever expect to be. Um Arsenal haven't been in great form. Uh, City have been have been you know giving it the hokey cokey themselves, really. Like, um, so you never know if, if we if we can stay consistent. Our main problem is you know our, our number one striker has been you know well he's he's in Qatar now. Our number two striker has been injured. Um, or no, he's not in Qatar. He's in Saudi. Um, so Ronaldo's in Saudi. Martial's been injured. So you know we've got a, a striker on loan from Burnley. You know he's doing well, but like. You know, he's never going to score enough goals to, to take us to a certain point ourselves. 
we've got Rashford in incredible form. Casemiro's been a, a godsend. Thank you, Leo. Um, but you know the, we're still lacking up front. We're still, you know, what I mean, there, there are elements that you're like, well, can we keep this run going? Um, if if Rashford, you know, misses three games, five games, you know, will we score? <laughs> um, so. Our, our, our luck could be if everybody gets fit all at the same time. But, you know, losing uh, Ericsson has been a massive blow to us as well. But thankfully, it looks like uh, Sabitzer's been an inspired loan move. Um, but, yeah, listen, like, if, if City managed to get a result at, at Arsenal, um, then we're super close. You know, we're three points off City, same amount of games. Uh, Arsenal currently five points. They've got a game in hand. So you, you never know. Like, I... I'd be delighted if we can get to the end of the season and we are super close because then that would be all the confidence they need to, um, you know, to, to invest a little bit and, and go again next year. So it's it's brilliant that we're in this position because it wasn't it wasn't long ago we were, we were thirty points off the top, you know. So. <laughs> Fantastic what he's done, man. And uh, Martinez, Martinez at the back for you, very impressed. The very yeah. impressed with him, you know. Wasn't expecting him to take to it as quickly as he has. He's looked solid for you, in fairness. I think everybody just looks at his height and thinks, oh, yeah. he's too small. Um, well, you have to wonder, like, how did he get planned for like, like a major team like Ajax if he, you know, and Argentina, even though he's small? He must be good at something. So, And he's proved that. And I think, like, yeah, he got, uh, he got the baptism of fire against Ivan Tony against Brentford. Yeah, he did. Um, and since then, he's, he's adapted. So... Um, you know, the, the Jimmy Carragher's of this world, you know, can shove it up their arse. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to move on to your time in WWE. I loved the faction sanity. I really, really did. I think when you got to the main roster, I think, you know, you were, there was momentum. There was momentum, but for whatever reason, they change things, don't they? The producers, the writers and stuff like that. But yeah, a fantastic stable with the four of you. Uh, just yet yeah, coming in, coming into NXT initially, you know, formulating that demo because I bet it was amazing, you know, bouncing ideas off one another and bouncing ideas off creative as well at the time. Um, so when I when I first came in, I wasn't meant to be a Saturday. I, you know, I replaced somebody who was injured. Um, I was meant to debut in the first UK tournament. That was meant to be my um, my my very first foray. Um, only that that sadly Sawyer Fulton got hurt. So. Um, they completely changed their plans, and you know, I was in, I was in Sanity then, and walking into like that, that production with the amazing entrance and everything else, it was outrageous. You know what I mean? And then you're getting to work with Eric Young, who's an incredible um, mind for the business. You know, t- twenty years television experience, and then I'm working with, with Axel Tischer, Alexander Wolf, who um, I'd met uh, in Germany before. Uh, he gave me great advice leading up to one of my tryouts. So you know, he got signed just before me. And then obviously my wife is, is the other member of Sanity, so um, so it, it was very cool, um, and we had the time of our life. Um, you know, NXT was, was a brilliant experience for us because at that point we would be taping four shows, you know, in that one day, um, and Sanity was on every show, you know. So like we'd be absolutely knackered by the end of the day, and like if one of the guys was injured or, or, or missed the show, like you know, I would have to fill in or whatever. So. There was one one particular thing where I wrestled three or four times and did two appearances as well. So I remember like utterly collapsing <laughs> after after one of the shit, one of the days of filming. But like honestly, it was one of the best times of my life, and uh, we we had such a laugh. And then when we did move to the main roster and we're traveling together, you know, we're literally seeing you know the world together. Like 
you know, I've got great bonds with both Eric and Axel. They're great lads. Um, and like, you know, Axel and I specifically, we're, we're, we used to room together as well. So you know, he's like my road wife is, is what we call each other. So, um, and he was an absolute pleasure. And it's been brilliant, you know, seeing him again, you know, in the independence again, because we got the team together. Uh, we get to you know be on shows together. We traveled to to Dubai together. With progress like progress taking us to Dubai was was one of the coolest experiences as an independent wrestler. Um, but I got the room and I got to spend time with Axel as well, and it, it was awesome. So it, it was you know a lot of cool memories um, that, that we had, and we're creating new memories together. So it was very cool. It was, it was awesome, and like we we had a wonderful time. Um, and the hope you know my hope for this year is Axel and I team a little bit more. I think that's that's something we're going to try and do. We're going to do our very best to make that happen because love teaming with them. We've got great chemistry in ring, um, and like you know, it gives us you know you know eventualities uh, going forward because you know he, he's so talented in ring, and um, I think the, the UK is only really starting to see how good he is um, you know, because Progress have started using him more regularly. Um, in my opinion, he, he's one of the best in Europe. So. Um, I think he, he can prove himself to be one of the best in the world over the next couple of years. And, and I'm, I'm hoping to, um, with the, the way things are planned for the next the next year or two, that he, he'll get that opportunity to, to showcase that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It'll be good to see you guys, as you say, get back together. No, you were fantastic. I loved, I loved it. I loved, I loved you guys, man. And then obviously, yeah, the main roster getting to SmackDown. Yeah, just... I, I was expecting more, you know, and it was looking, it was looking really good, wasn't it? But things change. We know as fans. You well, know. They, they took they took Nicky out of the group. Um, Vince didn't want Nicky um, in the group. He wanted because he wanted his heels to be taken and a beating. And like, what what does the girl do when the boys are taking a beating? You know, we can't have man and woman violence. So he took Nicky out of the group. She stayed in NXT a bit longer. Um, we went up. Um, a really weird problem happened. Shinsuke Nakamura got bitten by a bomb dog. That's that's real. That happened. That changed Sanity's plans. We started on on a loss, which wasn't meant to happen. And like you know, everything that, that could have went wrong went wrong. It, it just happens every now and again. Um, and you know, sadly, we, we didn't quite recover from it. Um, you know, we ended up we had a brilliant time in NXT. We didn't have a, a, a fantastic time in, on the main roster, but you know, we got to travel the world together. We got to you know, we were wrestling. Kofi Kingston the week before he won you know, the the world title. So like we yeah. were against New Day when when they're at an incredible peak. You know we wrestled uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane on, on television and all these other people. You know we we we, we had an incredible experience. Um, it could have been better, sure, but like yeah. you know it could have been a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, as you say, you know so much positives from that time as well. Yeah, and being being at the Premier Organization, you know. And and on and on the week weekly shows just yeah fantastic Test, testament to you and, and them guys man and obviously Nikki's still doing very well she's doing fantastic so yeah but it's but it's nice for you seeing, oh, seeing she's the real talent out of all of us she's uh, she, she's the one <laughs> she was incredible at the chamber there so <laughs> I still need to watch it I've watched the, I've watched the main event I've watched the main event but I need to watch the rest of the matches but yeah I look forward to watching that man absolutely now you went back to NXT. With Spud Drake Maverick, and I've oh, got God. to say, I loved it. I loved it. I loved the comedic, <laughs> the comedic big man, you know, the very straight big man and him. We know how good he is for comedy through TNA. I just saw him for the first time there. We, uh, we, we, saw each, we saw each other on Saturday for the first time in a couple of months, and he hasn't changed, and he still annoys me, you know. So uh, what you saw what you saw on TV is exactly the same as how it is in real life. That, uh, 
that relationship is is really um, really like this. <laughs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's just amazing. It used to crack me up every week, you know, the vignettes and that. And then him coming out all, you know, 100 mile an hour, you trying to calm it down and you're this tension. And then he started dressing as me and everything. Yeah, <laughs> it was just brilliant. It's just brilliant. It just shows how, how stuff works sometimes, doesn't it? Just... It's great. It's great for us as viewers, and you know, you're the, you know, you're the home, you're the home guys. So we all wanted you to do well. And it's just, just great, great fun. I love, I love a bit of comedy in my wrestling. I do, I really do have them for years. Oh, it's the three ring circus, isn't it? And that's, I, I think, like people get bogged down about these things. You know, oh, a character needs to be serious, blah blah blah. Honestly, like it just needs to entertain. And like I had the time of my life, so I'm glad other people enjoyed it. So. Um, he's, uh, you know, Spud's a hell of a, my God, Drake Maverick is a hell of a um, person outside the ring. So inside the ring, um, you know, I, I'm glad it it, uh, it came off the way it does. So because, um, you know, I'm doing my very best not to break most of the time when I'm around, when I'm around him. And, you know, he, he's, he's putting such shift in them. When, when push comes to shove, you know, he's an incredible seller, you know, and, and he can fight from underneath and stuff like that. So, he is a great talent. Don't tell him, but he is a great talent. <laughs> it, it was, it, it, was uh, it was fun doing what we did. And I'm so glad that people enjoyed what we did because, you know, we, we were enjoying We had such a laugh. Um, like, anything we could think, you know, they would maybe present something to us um, and, like, we would tweak it just slightly or, or we would tweak it a lot and they always were very happy with how we changed it or, or, or tweaked it because they gave us enough freedom, you know, they gave us enough rope because they, they, they thought we knew what we were doing. Um, so a lot of those, those segments, so, you know, we, we came up with ourselves or, or we, we tweaked and stuff like that. And that was a, more of a testament to Drake because, you know, I, I'm the straight man. You know, that's easy for me to react to, you know, to uh, to him. It's him who has to go, you know, go to all that effort. So, um, and he put in a hell of an effort. And we, we had such a laugh together. Like, we really did. Amazing, though. It's just great. You know, when stuff like that comes together, I'm sure it's amazing for you to see, like, watch it back as well. As much like, I suppose, in the moment, you're doing it, but watching it after, man, I can only imagine, you, you know, you guys as, as talents, how, how, you know, amazing it is. And then and then the feedback from us guys, you know, and, and the crowd, the crowd, you know, primarily, when they're enjoying it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, think, I think, like, they, they, you know, they weren't sure how long they were going to do, you know, Drake and I, so... But the crowd really, they just took this immediately. So you're like, oh, for God's sake. Right? Um, but only, honestly, like our main problem was we both got COVID at two different times. So it kind of derailed the two times we were actually in, in heavy stories. So, you know, like that that's just the bad timing of everything. You know, um, I developed COVID, um, I think it was the end of October or whatever it was. And I was completely asymptomatic and I was very lucky. Um, but we were in a really cool story at the time that, that sadly had to get binned. Um, and then the same thing happened to him two months later. And like, you know, I, I, if we'd have been luckier, you know, you know, where could it have led to? You know, there was a couple of cool, you know, irons in the fire. But you know, we still had a, a wonderful time. Um, and like, listen, like, you know, for for two lads from you know from you know 
England and Ireland, you know, it was pretty cool to, um, you know, get an opportunity to perform with other big television together. Like, I'd known him for like 15 years or something. We met a long time ago. And not in a million years would I have thought 15 years later we'd be tag teaming together at WWE television. <laughs> it's just, um, <laughs> when you when you think about it, the length of time you know you, you've both been in the business, incredible, incredible. Just like has it has it gone fast for you that time? Has the time gone quick in some ways, maybe not in others? Or uh, it's it's really interesting you say that. Like I think once you had a certain age, like. Um, everything does start speeding up almost, you know what I mean? Um, like this, you know, it's hard to believe I've been in America for over six years, you know, and, and like that, that is kind of mind-blowing. Seven years? Yeah, seven years. So it's nearly seven years, sorry, um, which which is mind-blowing. You know, there you go, I'm, I'm confused about it, you know? You know, the fact that it's been seven years since I, I've performed in Cardiff, you know, like those things that kind of really, you know, take me aback a little bit um, in the moment at the time. You know, I'm sure, like, it, it feels like the best or the worst thing in the world, you know what I mean? Um, but, like, it literally, you know, it, it does, it flies by. Um, and it's, it's been, I'm very lucky, you know, like, I'm relatively injury-free. I've, I've had a lot of, like, minor injuries. Um, yes, I've, I've broke my heel and, and stupid stuff like that. But, like, I've generally been lucky with, with, with my injuries. So I haven't been on the shelf a lot. Um, I, I never missed one week of WWE television through injury which is when, when I think of how lucky I am especially at my age and, and my size you know 300 pounds at the time um, you know I, I was very lucky um, I'm very durable um, touch wood that will continue you know um, so you know I think that's maybe why it flew whereas maybe if I was hurt you know it would have dragged you know um, and you know so in that regard I'm very lucky um, the um, you know it's one of those things when, when people do get hurt and stuff like that. You know, it's it's normal in wrestling. It's a physical sport. It's the, the travel, everything else. You know, um, so the fact that you know I've been relatively durable has been has been incredibly lucky. And it meant that you know I I, I I got to be there for for some incredible you know things that happened in my career. Um, it's funny, you know, I was talking about COVID being the only thing that stopped me, <laughs> which is. <laughs> But, but, you know, it stopped a lot of people, you know, it got everybody in the end, didn't it? So, you know, um, but yeah, honestly, like, um, you know, looking back, it was a lot of fun. Like, I never, when I first got into wrestling, you know, obviously my dream when I was four years old was, was to get a dud of me. But, you know, as you get older, you start thinking, you know, that that, that gap is, is, is way too big and, you know, be impossible. And, um, you know, eventually, you know, I'm 16, 17 years old, you know, I'm starting to search wrestling skills. I moved to Scotland, I started school. My, my, my goal is literally, okay, can I get on a show? You know, can I, you know, do this? The, ne the next goal is, okay, can I get, you know, can I wrestle, you know, once a month or whatever? Can I wrestle in different countries? Eventually, it becomes a part-time job. You're like, okay, I'm wrestling like, you know, twice a week. You know, that, that's pretty good. Um, then eventually, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm now wrestling five, six days a week. <laughs> I'm turning down work. This is, this is, this is now my job. Um, you start thinking, okay, I want this to be my career. You know, I want this to be, you know, um, my life and, and you know that that's that, that's what happened you know I, I, I'm flirting with all the, the top companies in the world I, I get the double and you know I suddenly I'm I'm, I'm on Wrestlemania <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> you know my, my my goal was never you know uh, I'm going to get the Wrestlemania my goal was the next goal the little the next little thing this this next little thing can I get here can I do this can I do that 
And then eventually, you know, boom, you're there, you're in front of 80,000 people, you're like, shit, this is pretty good. <laughs> um, and, you know, you know that, that in itself, you know, was, you know, was amazing. And I, I got to, you know, I got to do things, you got to wrestle with people. And re the realization, I think, was that gap that I thought existed, um, you know, between, between us, you know, on the independent scene in, in the smaller countries like, you know, Ireland, Scotland, England, um, compared to America. That gap wasn't as big as I thought. In fact, like, I'll tell you now, that gap doesn't exist, really. Um, you know, all the lads who I wrestle with in SmackDown were at the same level as me, you know what I mean? And that, that's amazing to think, when, you know, when I, when I really, like, you know, get into the, uh, the thought process. Um, obviously, very experienced. Some of them are I'm not diminishing them in any way. The point is, we were not at the on a substandard level. We were, you know, just just every bit as good. And I think that's a European mentality that, that needs to change, and um, that we are as good as them. Um, and it's something that, like, you know, I notice it. You know, when the likes of like Pete Dunne and stuff came in, you know, um, you know, he started to realize it too. You know, and, and like, you know, I got to see it with with these people that come in. They're like, you know, there's a maybe there's a um, a belief that you know, well, you know, you know, the American wrestling, you know, has been going longer than us, blah blah blah, um, and then you realize, no, actually, you're, you're every bit as good, if not better, in a lot of cases, you know, um, and I think WWE realized that too. You know, my, my first six months there, they were very negative, I think, towards Europeans, um, not in, maybe not intentionally, but you know, there is an element of xenophobia in America. Like, there's no way to 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 cover that up. They are. There's a, there's xenophobic people. Um, and then, like, when you get to you know, six months in, the realization is, oh, holy shit, these guys are all really good, you know, and, and our experience changed very quickly, myself, Alistair Black, and, and everybody else. Like, you know, suddenly we're, we're on major parts of the car, you know, in the major stories. Um, and, you know, and it's wonderful that, like, that's, you know, we were able to help change, you know, a mindset, you know, that, that European wrestling was just as good as, as American wrestling, you know what I mean? And, there was, you know, a lot more examples of that. You know, my head's like fried <laughs> this morning. So, um, but yeah, honestly, like you know, this this past many years has been absolutely incredible. And the, the the beauty of coming back now is I'm able to like help the next generation and let them know that they're just as good as the ones who are on TV. You know what I mean? Yes, you know, there might be you know the lads in slightly better shape and stuff like that, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. Randy Orton is a god, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm the biggest Randy Orton mark in, on earth. Um, I think he's he's outstanding. But there's no reason why any of these guys who I'm, I'm seeing in progress or I'm seeing in Rev Pro, seeing in OTT, there's no reason why they can't be wrestling against Randy Orton in the next couple of years. You know what I mean? And and that is it's important that people know that. It's important even that fans understand how good the talent is right now in Britain. And you should. You, you, I understand in, in 2014, 2015, like you were seeing some incredible talents, you know, on a regular basis. But this crop coming through right now are maybe maybe better than that crop. They're just not mm. as popular yet. But when they get to that level of popularity, you're going to look back on this generation and go, "Holy shit, they were good." Because I, I tell you, going from WWE, seeing the very best. I, I got to go to AEW last year. I've worked with New Japan last year, and then I get to work on the independents here, and I'm like, you know what? These guys are every bit as good, you know what I mean. And like, I don't want to, I don't want to gas them up too much. I don't, I don't want them to get you know bad attitudes. But I am trying to tell them like as much as possible that they're just as good as what they're seeing on television, uh, and they've got the potential to be better. And that is the truth. So I'm very excited for the future of of, of European wrestling. 
Um, I'm very excited for, for how they're going to infect um, television, you know, on the on the major the major brands, you know, whether it's Japan or America, over the next ten years because Britain's going to have that, that burst again. Uh, the talent's there, and it's very exciting. Oh, great stuff, and it's good from you, you know, an elder statesman of the business, seeing that, seeing these young. No, have I termed that? Did I term that wrong then? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, listen, I wrestled an eighteen-year-old the other week, and I'm wrestling. Uh, RKJ, who's 23 years old, so I guess I am the elder statesman, you know what I mean? <laughs> what, what I meant to say was, maybe I could have worded it better, you can impart your wisdom, <laughs> you can impart your wisdom to these younger guys, you know, get experience. it into that. Experience, I love it. <laughs> give, give, give them more self-belief than they've maybe got, I think, that, that's what I take away from what you were saying there. Absolutely. Listen, and I hope, I hope they do, because they're every bit as good. It needs to be said. Um, listen, WWE are going to come call on again. And I know they are. It's just the way it goes. It's the cycle. They came to all of us in 2015, 2016. Um, and yes, it, it affected the scene pretty badly, but it was a testament to how good the scene was that so many of us ended up there. Um, so listen, they're going to come calling again, whether it's this year, next year, or in five years, um, because this scene's going to prove it yet again um, that there's incredible talent coming out, coming out of this, all these areas, whether it's, um, you know, Scotland, whether it's Ireland, whether it's England, whether it's Wales, there is a lot of talent coming out of here. No, fantastic, fantastic. Damo, we've got fan questions. We've had some on the chat. I've screen grabbed some other ones as well, which I'm going to read out to you. But I'm going to get the ones people have been watching live. So, yeah, there are questions here. I'm just going to have a little scan through. Yeah. So, Rick Houlihan is asking here. This is quality. That match will be too. I think he's alluding to. <laughs> I think it's Osprey or it's RKJ. It it, it could possibly. They're be both going to be good. I'm not going to lie to you. We're, we're going to put a hell of a shift in this weekend. <laughs> Absolutely no. Great, great comment, Rick. Rick's been over to WrestleManias and stuff, and his family are over in America. So I know. Yeah, he's a big, big wrestling fan. Is Rick, <laughs> and he's a blue nose as well. He's Nevertonian. L four, L four. And then Rick again. If Damo thinks he's nervous as a Man United fan, he should try being a toffee like us, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, got- no, I, I understand that. But listen, you're, you're on the way up again. You're on the way up again. Hopefully. Hopefully they get it sorted. The board, they need to get people off the board. That's what they need to do. But, you know, not too dissimilar to the Glazers. You know, they need no, to sell absolutely. Them. They need to sell you guys, them. You guys are the same as us. You guys are the same as us. You spent money in the weirdest ways. Yeah. Um, and nothing to show for it, and that, that's, that's United. Like we, we spent and a ridiculous amount of money on on guys who just weren't good enough. And Everton are the exact example. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it is quite, quite right. Quite right. Lewis, Lewis Young, he goes to a lot of ICW shows. He's from Fulkirk. He trains up in Fulkirk, actually. I think it's FW. FWA in full kick. FPWA with, with Andy Wilde, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. My, my local Scottish team was, was Pollock, <laughs> uh, which is a, a junior team. I, I used to live in uh, in Pollock Shaws, and I lived right beside the stadium, so they became my team. So. <laughs> there, you go. there 
there you go. I know Lewis. Lewis is hot on the Scottish you know, Scottish scene and obviously football. I know, yeah. And then he asks, "What is your favourite demo versus Andy Wild match?" There we go. All right. <laughs> um, so we did a twenty-minute draw, I think, in uh, uh, Barlands. Um, Andy's Andy's a cracking talent, uh, and it's he's, he's he's changed his attitude recently. He's not Andy Roberts, so. I'm keeping an eye on Andy. Andy's a, Andy's a cracking talent, and he seems to have realised that uh, he needs to start being a lot more selfish. So it's going to be very exciting to see what, what he's going to do next in ICW. So um, ICW again, listen, one of those companies that's, that's starting to come again. Um, there's a bunch of great talent up there. Um, Leighton Buzzard, I just wrestled him in, in Wolverhampton for OTT, um, and he's their champion right now. And there's something special there. There's Kez. <clears throat> Uh, sorry, Daz Evans. Sorry, Kez Evans and Daz Black, both incredible talents as well. Like, like, and in fact, KOE, the tag team. There's a whole bunch of them that, that are all really good. So, you know, ICW. You know, um, Scotland was affected a little bit more by by the pandemic, and there's a lot of stricter rules there. Um, but I'm very excited to see how uh, the Scottish scene comes in, in the next couple of next, maybe in the next six months to a year. Or so, um, but yeah, listen, um, Andy's Andy's one of those guys who. Um, was just as good as anybody, you know. He, he maybe just didn't have the the opportunities um, or the luck, really. Um, so getting to wrestle with him, you know, he's, he's fantastic. Um, and we had a lot of fun together. Uh, we did a cage match and everything. He did a Vader bomb off the top of the cage on me. So <laughs> I didn't like that part. <laughs> oh my days! Yeah, bet you didn't. Oh my days! I've got Mike Angus. He left a comment yesterday when I posted. On oh no. Oh no! <laughs> you know, you know, Mike. I I know Mike very well. I've seen Mike today. Actually, he's come over to Wales with his son, and uh, yeah, he's asking. Um, he's he's got some great footy short stories, Stu. He's saying for you. Obviously, we spoke a bit about football, but he's also said, ask him about Maggot and Crowley dancing as well. <laughs> so we did it. We did this this crazy four on four match. Um, and it was like a, or was it five on five? It was, I think it was five on five, but we did, we did it like a game of fives. Like we chose who we were, we were uh, putting in the, the team and all. It was very funny. We did like a Champions League team and all as we were lining up. I've seen the, the video. Um, they were very, like, honestly, like, there's things that they do, you know, that, that just, you know, pops us because, you know, it's not necessarily planned. Um, and uh, so Maggot and Crowley, I think it's the second time they've touched, maybe the first, I can't remember what it is. And immediately you're like, oh my god, these two—they're like two peas in a pod, um, two young, uh, charismatic talents who um, have a different philosophy than the rest of us. That's that, that's the most political way I can say. <laughs> and uh, you know, fair play—I've heard that they might do some work together as a tag team, and that makes perfect sense um, because they're both batshit. Um, and uh, fair play, you know, uh, Crowley is the the, the consummate entertainer. Uh, and and Maggot is uh, a very interesting man, shall we say? And uh, you know they they work very well together, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they have next. <laughs> amazing, amazing! Now, my friend Samuel Knight, and he asks, "Can you ask Big Damo if he can do a DNA test and confirm that he is my long lost ginger twin?" And then he's extended off that. And also, if he'd like to form a tag team of Big Damo and Big Samo. And here's a photo of Samuel Knight. So, yeah, he's your long-lost twin, allegedly. Where's the photo? He's not even ginger. I've, I've, well, I don't know. 
he's saying he's saying he, he, he reckons he is. He must he must have dyed his beard or something there. But uh, you know, tell him to come back to me when he when he hasn't dyed his beard. You know what I mean? But it is an excellent beard. I will say it's an excellent beard. I will pass that on to him. <laughs> Chris Parkhurst over in the US. He's got connecting people through wrestling. He's got a great channel on YouTube. Clips from the big events and stuff. He's got a big following actually on YouTube. I've got to be fair. It's not easy to do getting the followers and subscribers. And not so much a question, but he just said, this is awesome. Can't wait to hear this one. I know he trained Nikki Cross. So, yeah, extend it off. <laughs> off, your good, off your good lady there. Just about Nikki. We, uh, she, she came, so, so we uh, were friends. We met at a training school in 2008. Um, and then whenever I started doing my own, she, she came and joined me. Um, because she uh, had all this natural talent, but, like, you know, the hardest part was, you know, having to having having to like not be tough on her, but like to, you know to try and harness it. And you, you can see her on TV; she, she's nuts. You know what I mean? So that, you know, a lot of that is is, is true. So um, <laughs> it's true, true to form, shall we say? So trying to harness, you know, uh, Nikki's ability has been hilarious. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's like I, I imagine it would be like uh, you know trying to herd sheep without a sheepdog. You know. Um, but she she's awesome, and um, you know herself, Piper Nevin, um, Joe Coffee, Mark Coffee, uh, they all came through at the same time. Um, Isla Dawn, you know, even Keely Ray before that. Like, you know, th there were so many of them all came through around that that same window. Um, and you know what? Like, they're all now in, on NXT or they're on like Raw or whatever else. So um, it, it's it's very very cool um, that uh, you know Scotland is represented, um, and it's very cool that like this little school that I took over um, had that kind of success. Um, but it's down, listen, it's, that's not down to me. That's down to them. I think they're hard work because, yeah, you know, there, there was a lot of people that came through those doors, but they were the ones who had this drive, this determination to succeed. And Nikki and Piper, you know, they're both on Raw right now. The Coffee Brothers just killed it in NXT UK. Now they're going to be on NXT on a regular basis. Um, Isla Dawn's just, just started there. And you've got... Um, you know, your Kelly Ray is, is absolutely outstanding. You know what I mean. So, you know, I'm just so proud for the you know for the Scottish scene because like um, all of them like just decided no, we we we're really good <laughs> and we're 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 gonna we're gonna do something with our careers. And all of them have, but yeah, when it comes to Nikki, like Nikki's amazing. Um, you know, I don't have the superlatives to you know to to praise her. You know what I mean because you know she she does stuff that I like. I don't understand, you know, like she's got a great connection with people that, you know, it comes from a, from a real true part of her. Um, and it's been awesome to see. And like, you know, I, I personally, I adored the, the, the Nikki Ash character. Absolutely. I thought it was so much fun. Like yeah. you know, somebody trying to do it, like a character that would appeal to kids. Um, but, you know, Vince turned her heel and, you know, that, that's the end of that. So. <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, but I, you know, everybody has a different vision and, and everything else. But at the end of the day, she's back as, as Nikki Cross now, you know, and I know that, like, they really appreciate the, you know, the effort she puts into everything, like, whether it's a writer, whether it's a producer, whether it's under or, or writers, anything. Like, you know, everybody knows that Nikki gives 100%. And, you know, that that's maybe the best advice, if anybody ever wants advice, is go, go too far instead of not going far enough. The, the further you go, it means people only have to reel you back in. You know, and, and I know that that's exactly what they do with Nikki. Is they're like every now and again they're like, okay, Nikki, we need to reel you back because the hardest part in wrestling is sometimes when you have to get something out of somebody, 
you know, it doesn't feel natural, you know, it's difficult. Whereas if you go all out, you know what I mean, then okay, the only thing you have to do is, is reel them back a bit. Um, because, you know, overcommitting works way better than undercommitting. And I know that, you know, having to, to grow my, my back hair out, my hair out and everything else, you know, I, I, I could have been... I, I, could have been a cool guy, you know, with, with stubble and, you know, um, my, my, my short, spiky hair back in the day. But, you know, nobody wanted to see that. You know what I mean? Like, when I looked like a troll, you know, suddenly people wanted to see, you know, Big Demo. And um, sadly, I went bald. You know, that was not the plan, you know. Um, but, but you know, I, I know that was me overcommitting. You know, I got to live out my dreams because I overcommitted. Um, Nikki is the perfect example of somebody who overcommits every possible opportunity. Um, and they love her for it. You know, Ask is the same. You know, there's a bunch who, who make every effort possible. Um, and you know, the, the reason why they're on, on television so regularly is because you know, they're, they're incredible at it. And, and, and the only thing you need to do is maybe every now and again say, okay, we're going we're to take that back a bit. Which is, you know, that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Damo, thanks for answering those questions. And yeah, thanks to the listeners, to the viewers for the questions. I'm sure you appreciated them. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. It's always fun to uh, talk football as well, you know, importantly. Um, but listen, you know, this this next few months, whatever else, I'm going to do my very best to be back in all the home nations. So uh, this weekend, I'm in, as I said, Friday, I'm in Cardiff with, with Rev Pro. Saturday, I'm with OTT in Dublin. Um, I haven't really talked too much about, about OTT today, but listen, OTT have been doing some serious business. Um, you know, in March, we're, we're putting 2,000 people in the National Stadium in, right in the centre of Dublin. I'm very excited for that. Um, there's announcements today over the St. Patrick's Day weekend. I'll be there all three dates, the, the 17th, 18th, and 19th. We're in Wolverhampton, Dublin, and then we're in Belfast. And then this Sunday, I'm back with Progress. Looking forward to be defending my Atlas Championship against one of the very best up-and-comers, Ricky Knight Jr. Progress have been putting on incredible shows this past year. Uh, and I'm very excited for, for what they're about to announce for their future. And progress have just been just decided to raise the bar, and that's exactly you know what what they're, they're aiming to be the number one promotion coming out of the UK right now. And you know what, it's very difficult to you know to to bat against them. Um, and I, I'm excited to, to to be to be there with, with Ricky Knight Jr. He's one of the utterly um, he's one of the boys I've had an eye on for a long time. But when I wrestled him in OTT in Dublin, I realised this boy's the real deal. So I'm going to have to be at my very best on Sunday to make this defence. You know, I've been in there against you know Japanese veterans. I've been in there against some of the up and comers of Britain. But you know, this is this is maybe my, my my biggest test today, and I'm very excited for it. You know what? You know, London is are going to be in for 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 a hell of a show. I'm, I promise you that. I uh, I'm just to go back to RKJ. His, his match with Osprey for Rev Pro at York. Hall. Oh my days. I know you got both of them, but them in them in together. <laughs> oh my! You know, I've heard all this buzz. I've had I've had RKJ on the podcast actually two or three years ago, but just amazing, amazing. Just see, yeah, yeah. and so young, so young, Damo. Oh, that's the just, he, I think he turns twenty three this week or something like that, that's, and I'm like, oh my god! You know where where is he? Where's he going to go? You know, in the sub listen, he, he comes from he comes from great stock. His, his dad is an incredible wrestler. Uncle, incredible wrestler. Auntie, incredible wrestler. Yeah. Grandfather, grandmother. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, it, like it doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily mean just because you come from a wrestling family that you're going to be a good wrestler. No, it doesn't no. always mean that. No, no. Um, but it's proof that you know there's something in the in the water up there. 
Um, and I know how hard he's working. Listen, he's one of those guys who his brain just it just switches on. Um, he knows what he's he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. Um, you know, he, he talks to me as if he's he's thirty five. He doesn't talk to me like a, like a twenty two year old. So I'm like, this fella is he's just at a more advanced level in his brain than, than most people his age group are. Um, but listen, it's a testament to him. It's a testament to so many of the younger talent coming through. That you know, I, I wrestled Leon Slater there, you know, a couple of months ago, um, and he's eighteen years old and he's he's outrageous, you know. And and that's pretty much like I could go through most of the progress roster. They're all under 30 years old. They're all absolutely fantastic. Um, like Sunshine Machine and stuff like that. You, I knew from before when I was here seven, eight years ago. Um, and now they're, you know, they're, you can't miss. You, know, you can't miss a Sunshine Machine match. You know what I mean? The Lycos, Jim, you know, they're a bunch of cons, but they're awesome. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't want to say that they're awesome to them, but, you know, they are. You know, and, and there's more that, like, I'm, I'm completely understanding so many. And it's the same when I when I go to OTT or when I go to ICW. Like I'm just meeting so many incredible young talent right now. And listen, I I have to step up every time I, I, I get in these you know in these matchups because you know I'm having to um, I'm having to realize that these guys aren't slouches. You know they they aren't weak. They they aren't um, they, are, they aren't bad at what they do. If anything, they're incredible at what they do. Um, and it's it's me who has to has to bring it to them. You know what I mean? That seems to be happening more often than not. Um, I, you know, I wrestled uh, Luke Jacobs a bunch, and Luke is—he's twenty-three years old. He's 20, you know, and he's utterly incredible at this. Um, like, you know, there's going to be a time in about five years' time where all these lads, you know, are now hitting their mid-twenties to late-twenties, um, just like my batch of boys did, you know, in 2014, 2015, 2016. And they're going to be better than us. They're going to be much better than us. And that because we—it took us all a long time. It took us ten years to get good. Um, or, or maybe longer, you know. It took us, you know, a, a long time. These lads are going to get there fast with us, um, because they're learning from our mistakes. They've got the, um, they've got the crowds. They've got the television experience, you know, earlier than we have. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if the the next batch are laughably better than us, because, you know, I'm seeing that talent so early. I'm seeing it now, and they're listening. You know, they ask me, and you know, I tell them, and, and they listen. So hopefully. They can take, you know, whatever I can give them and, and take it to the next level. You know what I mean? And um, it's awesome to see. Um, and it's the proof is it's only going to get better. Like that, that's nuts to think. Nuts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolutely fantastic and great. Great for us as fans. I, I try. I get bits. There's so much wrestling. I try and take bits from the different promotions, you know. Just so, so I give them all... All a watch. Um, it's it's amazing from a fan perspective. It's great for us. You know, you think years ago when we were kids, we had WWE, WCW, World of Sport wasn't a thing, was it? You know, by then, coming into the early 90s. Um, I got wrestler on um, S4C, Oryx promotion. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Hey, just, there were some, some incredible matches on those. I can tell you that. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Fit, fit Finley. Regal was there, wasn't he? The Bulldogs, everybody, yeah. everybody. At the Marty time. Jones, even even like uh, back. 
he, he, he would get the lads over from Japan as well. Was, like honestly, yeah. Oric put on some good shows. Some gold, there's some gold on YouTube, like watching them them matches. But there was a cage match. Um, fin, Finley was in it. I'm trying to think. It's like I've never seen this before. It was like amazing to me just seeing it, you know, more laughing. <laughs> there we go, Damo. Before we close out, and I'll let you go. I just want to go back to the charities in Belfast, okay, just to give them another bit of promotion, you know, because they do great work. Absolutely, thank you. Yeah. So uh, honestly, the, the welcome organisation is, is is tackling homelessness like right now, and um, they've got a mobile clinic. That they're actually they're doing so much work, at, like. I actually couldn't believe how much they're doing right now, and especially coming out of Christmas and everything else. They've done a hell of a job. So, you know, homelessbelfast.org, you know, any donation at all would be absolutely incredible. Thank you so much. Um, and then there's West Wellbeing, a mental health charity that very close to, to um, my own heart, you know, the, the, the whole concept of suicide prevention and everything else. They're working so hard in the local community, and they're doing their very best. Um, all across Belfast, so not just the, the smaller communities. They're trying their very best to, to be there for everybody, um, and they're just getting so much. Like so many people are coming to them now, they need help. They need all the help they can get. So, you know, any donation you can um, to West Wellbeing would be absolutely amazing. If there is anybody here from my city of Belfast who are watching today, please look up these two amazing charities. They're doing such incredible work, and um, I, I can't fathom like the the, the job they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can't talk about it enough. Um, so they, they're two very worthy charities. Please please get all about them, especially you can, whether it's one pound, ten pound, hundred pound, whatever you can do, um, please donate. They're doing this outstanding work right now in our, in our community, in our wee city. Um, and if there's anybody here from other cities, please look out. Um, you know, there are brilliant organizations all, all, all across the UK, all across Europe, all, America, everything else, there are brilliant charities. Um, you know, you know that extra five minutes that you're not going to spend like mindlessly surfing the internet. You know, go and look out for for a local charity that you, you can connect with and, and help. And um, whether it's donating stuff that you don't need in your house, whether it's donating any excess income you have, you know, the, or even donate your time. You know, if you can donate a bit of your time, you know, that would be amazing. Like, um, like as I get older, I'm starting to understand the importance of. Um, of community, you know, and, and that's something that you know my, my wife and I are starting to get very involved in. And um, we're trying our best here in Orlando, and we're doing our very best. It helps. She helps a couple of charities in Glasgow as well, um, and I'm doing my very best to, to help the, the ones back home. Um, you know, I listen a lot to my sister. As I said, she's she's a professor there in uh, in one of the unis in, in Belfast, but she was a social worker before that, uh, and you know she's seen the very the very worst of the worst. So. You know, I always listen out to, to what you know, she's saying to, to, to try and help. And the Welcome Organization and West Wellbeing are two fantastic charities. And um, I can only, um, I, I can't talk highly enough about them. Thank you for championing them. Thank you so, so much, man. And yeah, just people, I say it all the time. I put videos out across the board. I've, I've been through it. I've been through it, Damo, myself, years ago. Things got better gradually. Um, but people need to talk. And I tell, I reiterate this to people. You know, my private messenger is open to anyone. I've, I, I get messages all the time. You know, you don't realize what you're doing for people. It's it's, it's if you can just help one person, you do you've done exactly. something right. Exactly. No, and fair play. Thank you for highlighting that as well. Like, there's 
you know, I, I understand like, you know, everybody has their own, you know, agendas and everything else and, and their own things they want to support and whatever. So I really appreciate you, 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 you. First of all, making the donation, I really appreciate that. And second of all, for, for no the showcasing the two Suicide, obviously, I've never felt suicidal, but I understand from the mental health aspect, from the anxiety, depression side of it, which is part of it. I, w- I was in amongst it and I was in a very, I was in a dark place for a long time, but with help with therapy, um, you know, I went I went to mind actually at one point, um, and I've done group therapy and stuff. So I've been in there. So That's I do, awesome. I'm not professional. I don't, you know, profess to be professional, but I've had, I've had mental. Yeah, health. but you understand it. You understand it, and that's the most important thing. And the thing going forward is understanding is the only thing that's going to get us to to another level. You know what I mean? Uh, it's only in the last few years that it's not being used as a source of ridicule in politics in Britain. You know what I mean? So, let alone the media and everything else. You know, so and that's only been in in, in our lifetime. You know, it, it's changed drastically in, in a in a short amount of you know in a couple of years. So, it, but it, it's not gone far enough. You know, it's still. You know, a long way to go, you know, and you, you know, you know yourself, like, you know, there are brilliant places out there that, that support, but we need more and we need to get more people educated on, on the importance of it. There's not enough people in mental health. That's, that's another topic for another day. We could extend off that, couldn't we? That, that, that's, that's the big thing. I know people are waiting for appointments. It, it's, it's, yeah. it's so yeah. hard. You're in a battle, you're in a battle, but once you get seen and you're in the system, it, it, you'll, you know, it'll be dramatic how, how it can change you. And you, you know, you've there's been there's been a couple of really good online um, movements where you can speak to different therapists online. Like, um, I'll I'll do my research and I'll put some on my, my Twitter re- uh, shortly because there was, there was definitely one I was looking at recently that a friend of mine used, um, and uh, he was very happy with the results. Like, you can change your therapist um, if if you don't vibe with them oh. and stuff like that. So, you know, so for people who are waiting for appointments, there, there might be quicker ways. You know. Um, or earlier solutions, you know what I mean. So there's always, there's always a, um, you know, with, with a hopefully, you know, there'll be other opportunities for people to to, to speak to the right person as, as quickly as possible. Thank you, Damo. Thank you so so much. Thank you for coming on today. I know you're travelling over on Thursday, so you're back in the UK. Free free shows. I had you down for two. I apologise. <laughs> That's my fault. That's my fault. I thought I'd done my research. I thought, but yeah. <laughs> I bet you can't wait to come over. The current Progress Atlas champion, it is Big Damo, formerly Killian Dane in WWE NXT. Long-time pro wrestler, veteran pro wrestler. Thank you so much for coming on Stu's Wrestling Podcast today. Big Damo. My pleasure, Stu. Thanks for having me. And thanks, everybody, for, for writing in the questions. And thanks for watching us. We, we did our very best. Absolutely. <laughs> try, try not to stay on football for too long, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got away. We got away from it. Then we could we could have done half an hour, 40 minutes, an hour. On the <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much, man. And yeah, safe trips, safe travels on Thursday, mate. No worries. Thank you very much. And anybody... Um, want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it's at Damo Michael, and I will post a lot of these these tweets, whether it's the, the charities we were talking about, um, and, I, and I'll look into the, the, the charity, sorry, the, the mental health idea I was talking about, where you can, do, you can maybe talk to therapists online, and I'll, I'll post that shortly as well. Um, but I'll also be posting all about the wrestling and stuff like that as well. If you're in Cardiff, Dublin, or London uh, this week, I'll do my very best to get out after the show, so you can come and say hi as well. We'll, we'll, we'll try to have a uh, a pint before uh, before I have to skedaddle. 
I need to come to a show and have a pint with you at some point. We'll do that. We'll do absolutely, that. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. We'll do that with Angus at some point. I promise <laughs> oh, you. Oh, no, that. that's worse. That's worse. Yeah. That'd be too right. many pets. <laughs> right. take, the mad dog, take the mad dog out of it. Yeah, we'll take it out. No problem. No, he's the best. He's the best. <laughs> Thank you, Stu. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, buddy. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.